This is the Reading Aloud Podcast. I'm Marisol Collette. And I'm Adam Collette. And you love us because we love you. We sure do. And let's get to today's conversation. (laughs) So we just got in from a walk. And I think generally speaking, it's pretty nice weather. It's probably mid-50s, but sunny, clear skies, but windy, which our neighborhood is very windy. Uh, So it's kind of got a breeze going on. Oh, fuck a breeze. (laughs) (laughs) That is not what we have going on. There's wind. I mean, how would you describe it? Blustery. It's not blustery out there. Gusting. No, it is not gusting. What? It is. Okay, Adam, it's like it is gusts of wind. But also not even a gust of wind. It's continuously... It just feels like wind can get so much... Like, does that wind rise to the level of gusts or blustery? No, not blustery, but gusts. Gusts. Okay, there are wind gusts. No, but... (laughs) Now the word... It's one of those things where you say the word too many times and now the word sounds weird. Gust, gust. It's not even gusts of wind because that's where you're sitting there and all of a sudden something comes through, blows through and like blows shit off the table. This is just, I mean, it's walking through a wind tunnel. I mean, it's a tunnel and I I get it. Like you like it. That's all that matters. But you have to acknowledge that it is continuous wind in your face. You're walking against wind, and other people think of it that way. I don't know why you're not willing to admit that because you can like it. You can like blustery. You can like gusty. You can like tunnels like you can like it but you have to admit what it is okay there is is definitely wind out there and yes our our neighborhood is windy i guess with the way i'm thinking about it is but no 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 for me i'm just Hold saying on. in the relative of how windy it gets in our neighborhood what no it, this <laughs> is the level of wind in our neighborhood it just is sometimes colder uh-huh. and you're probably right and probably and right. and it's not going to say it on the weather channel you know, insert the name of our neighborhood, it is blowing right. 18 times, 18% higher than all the rest of Asheville because... Because we're near to the river and it's just, it's more, it's windier in our neighborhood. Yeah. What is six mile an hour wind? Not that much. Yeah, fuck that. Right. And so, you know, I mean, we, I had a friend of ours walking and she was like, wow, that north wind off the river is really intense in your neighborhood. Yeah. It is. I'm in complete agreement that the wind is really intense in our neighborhood. So a lot. All of t- I'm talking about is like outside right now. Listen, one of the things that people hate the most is and use it as like a a way of describing things is you know we just sat there and talked about the weather. I mean that's essentially what we're doing. We're but we're fighting <laughs> fighting about the weather is boring. Boring. Great. People, okay. Yeah. So what's okay. the but, point? Okay. So this. There was no point. It's just like that's an easy way for me to integrate and orient towards the conversation with you is to, right. you know, pick Star a fight. fight. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I actually wanted to talk about today, like how we approach problems. We could talk about it individually because we approach problems differently, slightly differently, uh, both of us, and also collectively how we approach problems and if there are differences there. We've probably beat around that bush, but we, I don't know if we've dived into that specifically. So just a hypothetical situation. We walk into a room and there's a problem. I don't, you know, <laughs> like there's a problem. I don't know what that problem is, but like it could range. I, I'm could, just envisioning, you know, there's problems like 
Pete peed on the bed or yes. something like that. Hold on, we can use that uh-huh. one. But I also like the idea of opening the door <laughs> and there's just a problem. <laughs> two plus two equals on the chalkboard. It's like <laughs> identify the problem in the room. Or just like, it's like this like gust of wind. <laughs> gust of wind, just, totally. This is like a, you open the door and there's a problem. Uh, yeah, a, a flower pot is knocked over okay. or something like that. Like, okay, yeah, totally. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I guess that was the best way I could, like, say it without <laughs> saying a specific thing. You walk into a room, there's a problem. <laughs> Let's say the problem isn't, like, the room is completely destroyed. Like, it's not, like, this enormous, but it's, like, again, the, the, the flower pot's knocked over. In this hypothetical situation, we both notice the problem at the same time, okay? okay so it's not like one person notices The clock starts. It. The clock the starts. Clock starts. I think your first reaction is to name and verbalize the problem. The plant's knocked over, right? I probably will not verbalize the problem right away. Typical. Typical guy. Just stuff it down. Totally. Totally. (laughs) I'll probably like notice the problem, assess, is that like super urgent? I won't necessarily verbalize it right away. You will verbalize it. I'd say even if you were by yourself, you'd be like, the plant's knocked over. No. That would be the you, first. What is it? Keep going. I don't know. I'm just, I'm yeah. making up a situation. Here. I've, but I think that's a difference of ours. Okay. Like, and I think there are good times in which in, like verbalizing and naming the problem directly right away is, is a positive. And then sometimes it's like not focusing attention on that and like orienting yourself and then, you know, addressing the issue is also good. What is the problem with just saying what I see like you're you're you, I'm ready to move on to like the addressing of the problem but like there's yeah. I, I'm like I was not expecting us to start with I say it you don't like who cares right I'm just trying to know addressing the problem is is definitely one aspect of it but it's also like how we approach problems so I just say it out loud I say most things out loud yeah okay so we've seen it both I say it out loud you say it internally and how does that then start us off on different paths? I don't know. Okay, great. So then what happens next? Well, I'm making this up all off the top of my head, so I'm sure there are holes in it. Okay, so next... Yeah, ne- let's address the problem. Yeah, let's address the problem. So next, I, it depends on the situation. I would say if you're with somebody, particularly me, you will ask me to address the problem. What do you I will say? notice that you'll say, the plant's knocked over, can you fix that? Yeah. Yeah. If it were you and me and we walked in the room and it was kind of my go, I would notice a problem. I wouldn't say anything. We would like... You would ignore the problem. We would check out the room. I, or I would I would probably say like, is that urgent? <laughs> hold on. No, it's not urgent. Like, There's no water. Hold on. Hold on. I like the idea of checking out the room. Like, hold, no, no. Let me finish my yeah. sentence. Like you see a knocked over plant and you're like, let me orient to the space. Has there been a burglary? <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Like if I fix that right away, you know, what else am I missing? I, I will say I was very impacted by, you know, in some of when I used to lead wilderness trips and you do like a wilderness first responder course or wilderness first aid course, what they really teach you is, you know, you run up on it, you come up on a scene, a rock's fallen on somebody's leg or something like that, like an urgent emergency outdoor scene. The first thing, and I think this is generally true of all emergency scenes, the first thing you do is stop. You stop and you survey what's around you because if, if there you, are more rocks if, falling, if you, et yeah, it, exactly. I typically approach a lot of things like that. Like I know it's there to fix it is not my first move. I also want to, for coming into a room, like, 
what does the room also have to offer? Like I want to take it all in before then. If it's not a complete, like if I walk in and there's a tipped over plant and it's dumping water on the ground, well, I'm going to go fix it right away. But if it's just knocked over, we don't need to like worry about that right For, this Okay, minute. so I also have a perspective on yeah, this. Yeah, please. The water is flooding the room and you are not taking action as fast as I am. Okay. I'm like, get a towel. Because you're just like, you're stunned. You're like, oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I agree that sometimes I can go into a little freeze mode. Okay, so can I just ask a question? Because you sure can. That is such great wisdom about the emergency situations, particularly in the outdoors. And in particular, like that example, if one rock fell, are others falling? Am, are you going to be the next person to get hit by a rock, right? Like then you're not helping anybody, blah, 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 right? That's good. Can we just change the example slightly? Of course. <laughs> like pee or poop from the dog in the bed or barf on the floor from the kid or the dog. Those to me, like you said, if the water's not coming out of the pot of flour, then it's just dirt standing still on the floor. But pee, anything liquid is going to be sinking in. Right. So there's a little more urgency. So that's the example I want to use without using the word poop too many times. I just want to use the example of something that is, act- it's like an active problem. Right. It's an active problem. Okay. Yeah. It's your interpretation of how we would approach and that you address freeze and freeze, and I'd go into direct action. Great. I mean, I don't need to survey the room. I mean, I'm going to watch my step, make uh-huh. sure I'm not going to step in anything. Uh-huh. But I just, I'm not. It is a deeply uncomfortable feeling when I see something that I know is only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Like the time there was a time when I found pee in the bed from the dog, and I just I sat with it for a minute. Not literally, but I just didn't take immediate action because we've done this a few times now. And right. I was like, whatever. So I didn't do that, but it, it is, you know. When there is an, a problem actively occurring, you are much better at taking care of it than I am. Not taking care of it because I am really good at delegating. I am good at taking action. And the formula for what needs to happen happens instantly even if i've never dealt with it before mm-hmm. like sometimes i have to look stuff up but that even if the problem is i don't know what to do about this i have to look it up it's like whip the phone out start looking it up deal with it instantly mm-hmm. i don't think there are many times where i've made the problem worse because of the, my actions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you however just sometimes you're like i'll get to that later and i'm like no babe it will stain if we leave it any longer no, you can't just dab Have it Have I up. really said I'll get to that later on stains? Because I am f- literally forcing you. It's like I've got like a sharp spoon. I just can't use like a, a, a violin tool. Like it just doesn't feel right. But like I have a sharpened, a broken. You have wooden, a grapefruit spoon. I've got it. a grapefruit spoon. It's a great one. And I will slowly saw into your skin with my grapefruit spoon. You know, I'm forcing you to do something about it. But yes, you have waited for things. Perfect example. You took awesome action yesterday. Looked like Neo had pink eye. You were on it with the doctor. But some things like that you might not take action on. And I'm like, hey, guess what? The doctor's office is going to close in 15 minutes. If you don't call them right now, we will not be addressing this today. Which in turn, if he has pink eye, means that we start our 24-hour antibiotic tomorrow and not today. Which means he can't actually go to school tomorrow or the next day. Because we haven't been on the antibiotic for 24 hours. So point 
in case like I've thought through everything and maybe I'm not right like in in this instance he didn't have pink eye right so it's not always true that I'm right but like if we want best outcome in worst case scenario dealing with it right away got it and you're like I'll put it on my to-do list three days later his eyes closed we have mm-hmm. to sew it up. You're saying that you are better at getting things done and solving problems than me. I think you're really yeah, on good an in individual an emer- level in an emergency. I think your assessment of problems. But wait, is in an emergency that it was we were I was freezing. No, no, no. And what no, you're an saying emerg- now is an, em- there's urgency, emergency, and like the flower pot is not an emergency or even urgent. Yeah. So the urgency ones, the ones where I can see the worst case scenario and I want to avoid that at all costs, right. are the ones that sometimes you can relax on. Uh-huh. Like the car thing. And I know we're going today, but I had to ask you a hundred times and you only did it when I got frustrated with you. But the car thing to me is like, I don't know if the car thing is a real problem and we shouldn't be driving it. Also, eventually we're going to run out of time on this it's their fault thing because you bring it in six months later it's nobody's fault Mm -hmm. the car could have done whatever urgency is where i think you can be slow to act Mm -hmm. so you'll probably get frustrated with me for asking this question do you feel like you add urgency to situations that don't necessarily need it of course because Uh i want to avoid the worst case situation now i'm not hysterical uh-huh. I'm just like, hey, how about we deal with this right this second? Because who cares if it's not urgent? Like, what do you? What else do you have going on? I think you're right. And I think you do add a healthy amount of urgency to situations. I do see you sometimes adding urgency to so many things that you're stressed out that like things have to get done when there could be some release that you add into that. Okay, I want to talk about this because yeah. I like to take stress away from my life. Yeah, You're the one that's stressing me out because we have <laughs> to split the tasks. Right. Like if I'm going to get the hot water, vinegar, and Dawn soap, you need to go get the towels. Totally. And you and don't think we do that? Well, I think we do that expertly. So I'm in charge and we do a great job. Sure. Great. I hear you. But you also said that I stress you out with it. The car thing stressed me the sh- out. Yeah. Okay. You just didn't do it. I, I hear that. I hear that there are examples. You, you said you wanted to get to it. I, I hear you. And I said, I don't think that you're wrong in that. And I do think that you add a healthy amount of urgency to things. So yeah, I, I definitely hear you. I have seen with either your work or other things, you add urgency to so many things that you create stress in your life for things that you could put off a little bit to maintain a level of peace within your life. So one of the things that you're talking about is something that I just haven't gotten comfortable with yet, which is we've talked about this because I've taken a lot of wisdom from you on this. You prioritize really well. That means that if things aren't a priority, they never, they can sometimes never become a priority. So they never move up because there are always priorities that land. Like if you do a daily survey, some things will never become a priority. Right. But they also, in in my world, in my opinion, they eventually need to get done. True. Like I have one year to sign up for this thing, this thing that's a tax thing. I don't know what it's called, BOI. I have one year to do it. I don't want to be doing it on February right. 8th. You want to you stay on top of it. Yeah, I just don't yeah. want it. I mean, it's a tab that I keep open on right, my computer. Right, right, right. And so it's not a priority. 
and I have plenty of priorities, but I need to get it done. So I'm going to push myself to do it. And yeah, that's going to take away from my priority time. So sometimes you've said to me that some things just don't get done. Now that's some boss shit. Some things just don't get done, right? Like that means that when you prioritize, you're taking care of what's most essential and then everything else falls in line and some stuff just doesn't get done. And that's good information that maybe that's something that should be delegated out and or unfortunately not everybody can have all of your time because they're just asking for it when they need it and right. that right so that's great wisdom right but i i see what you're saying on the downside and that is something that you have to balance there will always be fires that come up that you have to put out whether in your professional or your personal life and if you're always focused just on them then there are a lot of other things foundational things maybe that you continue to ignore that don't get taken care of. So you have to be also strategic about your priorities. Um, Sometimes things come up that feel urgent or a priority, but you need to set it aside because there are foundational things that you need to pay attention to. And then you're really good at keeping those priorities because I think that's some real boss stuff. And that has taught me a lot about it because I'll answer every email, I'll do all the things, and it'll push me into a zone of stress. But I've gotten to the place where, like, sometimes I'm just not going to do that. Mm-hmm. That said, do you think you're better at managing time than me? I think it, it depends on the situation. I'm better at managing a shorter amount of time than you. I think you're better at managing, like, medium amount of times. And then we're probably about the same on longer, longer term picture. What's a medium amount of time? Like months. Would, and what like makes over me the, better at that? Like th- because you're able to plan. So like, for example, we're looking at because of Neo's childcare situation in the summer, we're looking at the summer time for me and my like priority thing. Like that's that's a hard time frame for me to think about. Like it's really easy for me to think about like n- the end of the year and next year. Like I work well on that or five years down the road. I work well on that. <laughs> No, seriously. I know, it's amazing. Like, I work well on that time frame. Well, that's cool because that's all a figment of your imagination (laughs) because five years is A, going to change. Totally. Well, that's the beauty of it because you set a goal and then. You're a dreamer. I'm a dreamer. But I'm also really good at like my daily schedule. I'm really good at being like getting multiple things done throughout the day and like checking a bunch of stuff off. I ran all these errands. I got all this work done. I attended these meetings. I picked up Neo. Like I'm good at that. But you are really good at that that schedule three months down the road. What do we need to be doing now to set ourselves up for success? Worst case scenario. That's right. That's that's a great way of putting it. I was going to say that that you're much better at – the short term, the daily stuff. I do this thing all the time where I'm like, oh gosh, oh gosh. So I've, you know, one thing is my assistant has me more organized. She just yelled at me the other day. She was like, why am I putting these tasks in? You're not following up with them. They are overdue. I mean, that kind of stuff is so helpful. I need a boss and and she's my boss. I have made her my boss. Employee boss of the month. Yeah, exactly. That's that I did pay her to do all those tasks. She's my work mom. I love it. Because I lose track of time. Like, I'm not that great with timing and things like that. That On a short time frame. Yeah. You are really good. No, but long term, I hadn't thought about that. I don't have a long term vision. I really don't. But you're right. I'm good at months. Like we went through our entire year and we're looking ahead at all of it. Now, I know good and well that things change all the time. Totally. But we're looking ahead at that entire year. And it was amazing that yesterday you were like, 
Oh, <laughs> we're about to be off school like in a month and a half. And I'm like, yep, you yeah. thought that was really far away three weeks ago. And now it's you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Part of my first question was, how do we approach problems together? We talked a little bit about how we approach them individually, but how do we approach them together as a couple? And I think one thing that's coming clear to me in this conversation is how can we better lean into each other's strengths in terms of planning and time management on the time frames in which we are very good at. So you being in that month's time frame, the like two, the next one to six months is like I've got an idea. Yeah. something we do well so we can use it as an example. You, with finances, you are really good at long-range financial goals. You're also really good at sitting down and working a present-day budget and then being like, you and I need to sit down right now to talk about this budget. I'm really good at, like when I see you put out your long-range goal, I'm, I'm really good at shortening that and being like, if we put this much money into this, we can have this thing covered and done with right now. That's right. So that's a really good example. Yeah. What is another example of a place we could improve on? So here's a piece that I would consider coordination around that. So you're really good as we've determined on, let's just say at the month's time frame, right? I'm better at a daily, maybe weekly, but that's that gets a little fuzzy. Sometimes I'm not as good on a weekly, but like I'm really good at a, you know, a closer time frame. It would be on me to make sure and schedule in and make sure to prioritize that we have time to let you lead. Can I tell you, I, in, didn't, I didn't hear anything you said. I wasn't listening to anything you said. You, what were you thinking about? I was getting on the phone with my mom about some schedule stuff. Good. Yeah, that's where your, your mind's going. What I'm saying is the coordination piece, for me as the kind of quote-unquote daily planner, it's on me to make sure to schedule time in where we can sit down and you can take leadership for our monthly schedule, right? Because if I'm relying on you to take leadership for our monthly schedule, but you're not good at managing the, our daily time and schedule, then I'm relying on you to do something that, you know, like that's the coordination mm-hmm. piece. So I use my strength to help enhance your strength. You use your strength to help enhance mine. So, what, so let's use this, like you calling the car thing as an example. Yeah. If I'm seeing out a ways at the thing and we need the car thing and I know we can't do it today. I kept telling you, hey, can you look ahead a week and see if you can take it next week? Because I knew that both of us were just too busy to be doing things within the week anymore. We could have sat down together and what made a plan like you're going to call it this time on this day that would have like scheduled it for you, which becomes a priority. As well, opposed to, hey, can you call at some point this week? Because that I mean, never I, happened. I think, I think what you could have done is made sure that we addressed it in one of our set time periods. So, and just to help, even though I'm taking the car or it was on me to text, you just reinforcing it in a time frame that we are. So when we sat down for our, we have a, try to have a weekly family meeting, we sit down being like, let's do this right now. You know, and here's the number. Now that we have our schedules open, let's text him right now and pick a couple times in which that would work over the course of the next couple weeks. Mm. You know, because you're really good at that level of scheduling over the next couple weeks. Okay. So this is good, babe. This is, we just worked some out. You know, when we used to do the Sunday shares where we would wait to talk about things that were challenging for us until Sunday. Yeah. And the benefit of that is, we weren't constantly interrupting our life to be like, hey, you're pissing me off or I don't like this or whatever. 
and it allowed us to just settle, like not think have, about it, yeah, a bit, not have yeah. reactions, and really think about what we wanted to share. And so it was a much more peaceful way of sharing our frustrations. That's kind of how I feel about this because what happens is, is I'm like g chatting you while you're in a meeting. Hey, have you done this? Or can you do this? Or yeah. whatever. And so I think you know you also have the can you pay us thing. And I think that we should be talking about that the week before. Mm-hmm. I need you to pay us by Tuesday because we're not going to meet again until Friday. Mm-hmm. So instead of don't forget to pay this bill right now, which, you know, I, I'm not blaming you, but sure. I'm saying the outcome of that is is I stop and do it right then. And then I'm in my bank account. I'm looking over some stuff. I'm like, oh, I forgot about yeah. that charge. I'm putting it in my taxes. Then I'm like reorganizing my taxes. <laughs> and then I'm emailing yeah, our you're accountant. All the way down because a rabbit hole. I'm not, yeah. yeah, me emailing the accountant. You're way off I've topic. Remembered yeah. that I had a question. Basically, you're the reason I can't manage my daily tasks. I'm kidding, but that's. What I understand. I'm yeah. And I'm the reason you're not taking care of shit because you're, I'm throwing it at you while you're at a meeting and you just can't do it's it. It's harder right for then. me because I'm focused on my priorities and that's like, yeah. Okay, yeah. so that just reinforces that. Well, what what yeah. I really feel like then is like in our weekly meetings, and this may be a system that we try and it works for a little while and then we have to adjust. You know, we come up with like here are the things that each of us are going to get done before the next meeting and then actually check in on them. Did that get done, you know, within the next upcoming week? Mm -hmm. And that way you don't, the person has an opportunity, a set time to say, these are the things that you need to take care of. These are the things that I need to take care of. And then we have an accountability metric or at least make some effort towards them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks for talking that out with me. So when the dog poops, diarrhea is on the floor, which happens, not his fault. Like, I think the bottom line is I... I think we both jump into immediate action bump into each other, get frustrated, and then... One of us slips in the poo. One of us slips in the poo and falls down, and then the dog pees on the other, and that's kind of how the situation wraps up. And it ends. No, you jump into action, and I do a really good job at taking direction. Is that work for you? Yeah, it totally works for me. Okay, because when you first said that I tell you what to do, like take care of it, you kind of said it. No, I did say it. I mean, I think that that's how you approach it. You typically identify the problem, and then if I'm with you, tell me to deal with it. <laughs> well, you're just better with things. I'm better at it. Like, I'm quicker than you. No, you're good at doing the uh, thing. Doing the thing quicker, yeah. Because if I'm going to go get the dawn, then I see that that's kind of disorganized <laughs> under the sink. <laughs> Everybody out there's like, you have ADHD. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, in fact, I do know that. I do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good, good chat. Oh, because you often say one thing at a time because I'd get down under the sink and I'd be like, hey, can you scrub this down when you're done? And you're like one thing at a time. So I'll bring up those things later. I mean, I got you sticky note cards that said, get this done. And then there was a thing like in a week, urgent, right effing so now. Those, those need to have, those need to come to our sessions. That's right. And I can wake up every morning. One will be stuck on my head. I'll be like, yeah. yeah. So Mighty Soul's priorities for you and then your priorities for you. That's right. That's right. Let's see which We'll get better at it. It's always one of those things where you, you know, it's a little clunky the first time, but then, you know, because we'll we'll probably commit to doing too many things. I take action fast, so I'm good at it. So I'll do great at this. Yeah. You'll have it done all within the first day. I'll have like two done in the first day and then the other two five minutes before we meet the next time. But at least they'll get done. Hey, give me a little more credit than that. I get a lot of stuff done. Okay. I get a lot of stuff done. Okay. All right. I love you. Love you. 
Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.